Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's the most technical difficulties podcast on the internet. We are here to not have any more technical difficulties and get the show up and running, because we have lots to talk about. Not as much as last week, but we still got a lot. Which means we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown Live. We're going to talk a little 205 Live, even. We're going to talk NXT, the last non-WWE Network episode. And... Sort of. Well, the the last taped episode of NXT. There we go. And, of course, this Sunday is WWE Clash of Champions. So we'll have our predictions for that. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline. Check us out there. We are monitoring the chat and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John, I have to tell you something. Why is it so fucking hot? Oh my god. Well, I was going to say I can't help you with that one. I don't know how to do that. Uh, but I can't. Destroy the sun. I can't tell you. Don't update Windows right before doing a podcast because it goes, hey, all the sound settings you got, fuck them. No, you don't yeah, need Yeah, Windows doesn't like you, apparently. Yeah, but I, it should hopefully be recording. Yep, my, there you go. I'm checking my recording. It does have my voice, so that's good. See, your problem is that you had it set to W for Windows. Oh. You should have had it set to W for Wumbo. Wait, th- those are both W. It's the other W, though. Okay, gotcha. Hey, John. What's that, Owen? I heard you've been playing a video game on your Switch that's not The Legend of Zelda or Mario Maker or Splatoon or any of the other good Switch games. I don't understand what you're trying to imply here, Owen. John, why are you playing free-to-play games on your Switch? You're playing a free-to-play game on your Switch, too! Not as much as you are! Shut up! How about that? Nope. John, how how is Super Kirby Clash? Owen, Super Kirby Clash is a game that I enjoy and find cool and interesting, even if I think I might hate it. Do tell. So, for those that don't know, Super Kirby Clash, released uh, last week, like right after the Nintendo Direct, uh, is a free-to-play... Free-to-start? Uh, it's free-to-play. I mean, it is it is a traditional free-to-play game, and it's not one of those things where it's like you play a little bit, and then they're like, oh, no, if you want to go further, you need to pay more or money. Like, no, you. this is a free-to-play game um, with those economies, and we will get to that. It is a free-to-play uh, class-based action RPG in which you and three other people, uh, sometimes computers, sometimes online people, play Kirby boss fights. Kirby Monster Hunter. Kind of, basically, yeah. I mean, it's they're they're just straight up the Kirby boss fights, though. Except like you have like different classes. It's like it's basically like your standard like four classes. Like you have your your warrior, your soldier class, which is basically like your sword, and and they're all just like based on like the the standard Kirby power. So it's like you have your sword, you have hammer, which is basically your tank character. You have uh, the doctor, which is basically your uh, your cleric healing character, magic user, uh, and then you have uh, the the beam, which is basically the mage. 
Fast-paced Kirby. Do, like, time-stopping moves and stuff like that. And yeah, it's like they all, you know, have different powers, so it's like, you know, sword is basically, like, it's an attack power, but, like, it has, like, a big, like, area shield, and, like, is good at, like, DPS. Uh, you have your tank, which is really slow, but has, like, great stats and can, like, do massive damage. You have your, your cleric, your doctor, which is basically a lot of range attacks, and also, like, can cast healing auras, and has, like, different spells, and, like, the mage is basically just, like, you have your beam, but, like, if you charge up the beam, you, uh, you can freeze time if you hit the, the character enough with it. Pretty cool. But, John... Yeah, it's a neat game, but... Where does the money yeah, what come into play? So, the money comes into play where, basically, as I know you've seen, Owen, uh... Most of your progress in this game is dictated by this currency that you get called gem apples. They're, you know, crystal apples. That sounds like paid currency. And you use, so like, the way that you unlock these apples, basically, is you have a tree in your guard, in your base, that every 12 hours you can get 10 apples. Mm hmm. You also have, uh,. The heroic missions, which are basically, like, the game's challenges. So, like, if you're doing story missions, every story mission will have, like, four challenges. If you're doing party missions, which are, like, the online missions, uh, every one has eight. And, like, there's also just, like, various character-specific, like, character-overarching ones, like, play certain rounds with the, like, certain classes, uh, buy things from the store, uh, unlock a bunch of items, uh, things like that. Mm -hmm. Like... That's basically your your major progression is doing these heroic missions, and like the more heroic missions you do, uh, the more the more levels you can gain. Sounds great. And you get rewards with apples. Or the third way is you buy them. Wait, you buy them how, John? With real ass money. With your parents' credit card. But if you do buy them, apparently you can also get more apples from the tree, which is. A thing. So if you buy $40 worth, which is the price of, like, a smaller game, you get 2,000 apples every 12 hours. And also just 5,000 apples. But yeah, like, you get, uh, yeah, your tree goes up to the max level and you get 2,000 apples every 12 hours, which, yeah, I guess that would get around a lot of the the problem that, like, I'm certainly run into. Like, you're you're level 9. Like, you're... No, I'm not going to say, like, super, like, late in the game. You're like, you know, you're not, like, super early in the game, but, like, you're you're pretty early, mm-hmm. all things considered. I'm level 36, and I'm definitely, because I played a lot of this game, I put in, like, over 10 hours at this point, and, like, I'm definitely at the point where, like, I can't really do a lot because I don't have a lot of apples. Because, like, you know, you want to get, like, new equipment because you go up in in rank from, like, doing story missions. Like, the main way that you progress in this game is that, like, you have... And also because it's a free-to-play game, you have vigor meters. So you can only play, like, a certain amount and, like, certain missions will consume, like, different amounts of vigor. And, like, the harder missions will take way more vigor. And, like, that either recharges, like, you get one vigor back every six minutes... Or, uh, like, or you level up and then you just get, like, a, a full recharge on everything. Mm-hmm. Or you pay apples. Apples. You want to upgrade, you want to get better equipment? Well, there's also, like, you know, you got to get resources that you get from just, like, either doing missions or uh, using Amiibo. Amiibo. But if you want to get the, if you wanna get the, uh, the new weapons, though, also got to pay apples. Hey, John. 
There's some items in the store, support items. Those cost apples. Hey, John. Yes, Owen? I bet you could do a lot of stuff if you bought $99.99 worth of apples. True, but they don't sell that. They only sell... The max they sell is 40 Are you sure? Yeah, the max bundle is $40. I thought that if you went past this, the special deals, it went up to 99 No, the, the max deal is $40. Well, that's not best value. I want to pay $100. Uh, sorry, Owen. The best value in this game is forty dollars. John, if you pay, if you buy forty dollars worth of apples, can you continue to pay for them with real money? Probably. Great. I bet they're not going to stop you. Great. But yeah, the the more annoying part here is that like the party missions are like the things that you play in multiplayer, and that's where you're going to get most of the missions. That the you know the heroic missions that you're going to complete, which will unlock you more apples and like level you up and all this stuff. But the only way to unlock more party missions is to beat story missions, and to unlock more story missions, you gotta fucking pay apples. Sounds great, John. Yep, I'm at the point where it's like, oh hey, I had to unlock the next couple missions I have. I have to pay like twenty apples each. John. So I have to make a choice of, do I want to upgrade all my weapons, because I'm like rank 9 now and I want to have all my rank 9 shit, or do I progress further so I can do, get more levels, so I can do the heroic missions to get more apples? Hey, John. What's that, Owen? Why don't you give them your money? I'm trying not to. Well, what if you did? Wouldn't it be so much easier? Yeah, but I'm also not sure I like the game enough to give them their blood money. You put 10 hours in. That's at least worth a 49 cents. If I were to get one, I would get the the most expensive one that's a deal, the the 20 the 2149, the 2151 that's 16 bucks. Wow. You should I thought about it. I'm just saying. Oh boy, is how how far does it upgrade your tree, John? Only to level 7, so I'd only get 70 apples an hour, only, every 12 hours. Only 70. I mean, it's not that much from 10, I'm just saying. It's 7 times as much. Yeah, but Daddy needs his apples. True. Yeah, this game sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, but it's also kind of like, look, here's the thing, though. I like Kirby combat. Like, I think that part of the problem with Kirby games is that they don't, like, nowadays is that, like, they don't know what they want to be and they have, like, these really deep and intricate combo systems that they make for, like, every weapon where, like, you could basically, in a lot of ways, you could maybe make, like, a whole game around those weapons. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's in the context of a Kirby game where they're kind of easy and you want to fuck around and get all the different powers and use different powers, but, like, also using the powers makes the game way easier. Wow. Yeah, Kirby games are fucked up, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I love Kirby. But, like, I feel like they're kind of just... I don't know. I, I feel like Kirby games have been kind of in a weird place for a few years now. Oh, John, do you want to know why I haven't been playing a lot of Kirby? Uh, yes, but also, guess what, Owen? What? Did you... Stop playing Kirby while we're podcasting. I'm not playing Kirby, but I do have news about Kirby. What? If you are a Nintendo Switch Online member, you can get 100 free apples. How? There's a deal. Wow. Is it brand new just now? Yep. Or at least they put it in the... 
the notifications just now. John, turn off your Switch. Stop playing the Kirby game. Let me download the apples first! Fine. So I have to close the game to be able to get the apples anyway. You know how the Switch is done. I know, I know how it is. But John, I've been playing another free-to-play game instead of Kirby. Oh god, oh. it's gonna be Clash Royale, isn't it? No. It is on my phone, though. And it involves Pokemon! Oh, yeah, what is that Pokemon Masters game? I've been playing Pokemon Masters! That game is great! What is it? It's a, uh, it's a gotcha game. What does that mean? It means you, you gain these gems and then you use them to scout more trainers to join your roster. And by that, it's a random loot box with percentages. What? And the different trainers have star levels and it's, it's a, it's a whole thing. I'm booting it up now so I can explain it to you. So, you know, in Pokemon Pokemon games, there's a bunch of, like, gym leaders and trainers and stuff. Yeah. All the different generations. This is like, what if we all put them on this one island that this dude made? And you fight in 3v3, like, real-time combat. So what you're saying is sometimes they wonder, what if Pokemon's still on TV but Modarn? Yeah. So. Okay, go on. <laughs> But yeah, it's like I'm pulling up like every deck's like you have different people like I have Brock with his Onyx or Misty with her Storm Stormy and there's like I'm trying to think of people who you would know. You, Try me. Uh do you know Flannery? It's from Gold and Silver, right? She's a normal gym leader? No. She's I forget which one she's from. She's, uh... What's his... Uh, Blaine's, uh... Daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, Blaine's in the game, too. Agatha's in there. Like, you have all these... Different, like... Gym leaders and stuff... That you collect... Either through the story mode... Or by... The loot box. Alright. Okay. There's a bunch of gym leaders. Yep. And you... And you... And each of them only has one Pokemon... Which is their sync partner... So you make a team of three using them, and then you go and fight other teams of three in live-action combat. But you have four moves, two of them usually buffs, two of them are like physical attacks, and you keep switching, and all three of them are at the same time, and you, you know, your buff or debuff and attack different ones, and use super moves when you charge up your meter. It's, it's kind of cool. It's very not Pokemon-like in the battle. System aside from hmm. the weaknesses and the actual characters, it's neat. Also, some of the Pokemon this sounds like a bizarre but interesting game. Yeah, also some of the Pokemon, but not all of them, can evolve, which you need to get items from the shop from exchanging other items, which you could do, or you could just you know spend a little money. Gem apples. They're actual gems. But the gems are used primarily for uh, scouting a new team. A new team I mean, the gem apples are actual gems, too. They're just shaped like apples. Yeah, these are just shaped like gems. But yeah, it's cool. There's, there's like different events going on right now. Like There's an event involving blue. There's an event involving rock types going on. It's neat. I think I like it. Also, it has online co-op. 
with matchmaking. I can't. F- I st- you know what? I know that this is not news, but this is a beef I have to get off my chest that I've had for a long time. I can't fucking believe that their canon names are red and blue. That is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, it's red and blue. Ash and Gary, you cowards. Di- those are different people. Who are they? Well, who red and blue or Ash and Gary? That's what I'm saying. They're different universes. That's stupid. Well, Ash isn't in the the games. Yes, he is. He's red. No, because red was only only went in Kanto. Whereas Ash went to like everyone because he had to be in everyone. It doesn't fucking matter. The, the, the fucking characters. Come on. I know, but I'm fine because guess what? The the girl and the guy from uh, Gold and Silver are named Gold and Silver. That's also bad. I know. I think the character give them actual fucking names. I know, but going forward, the- and the names from the animes are good. The other people, the other people do have names, like from the later generations. They actually have names in their characters. Like I think I have some of them in my party here. Like, let me see what's her name. Oh yeah, the uh, Rosa is the girl with the two buns in her hair. All right, she's from. I think she's from Black and White. And okay, so they finally figured it out, like, way after yeah, the fact. Way, yeah, way after the fact they did do it. And Idiots. Forget, I forget, I'm trying to find them, but the, uh... The guy, I forget what generation it is, but the, uh... The one who's, you know, remember the, the uh, game where your dad's the gym leader? Yeah, was that Sun and Moon? No. It was, or X and Y. It may be Ruby and Sapphire. Was it? It may have been. I don't remember. There's too many fucking Pokemon games. Yeah, but he's a... He, There's also too much wrestling. He also has a name and he's a guy. So yeah, after Gold and Silver, they started naming the people. Oh, also, when they canonically went back and made a female character for for the Red and Blue games, she has a name. You know what it is? Yellow. Green. Because... That's that's pretty good, but also fuck off. Yeah, because originally it was red and green in Japan. <laughs> so Yeah, I know. I know. But they couldn't do it yellow, because yellow is pretty much ash. Eh. Because you get the Pikachu with you. Eh. Anyway, yeah. Pokemon's weird. This game's cool. It's free to download. If if you John, if you end up playing, let me know. And be my friend. The, the co-op I probably won't. The co-op is really good. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Please, for the love of God, can we talk about wrestling? Yeah, I just had the. Hey, you, you talked about Kirby for a bunch. I want to talk about Pokemon. You've played Kirby though. Eh, you should play this. Join me, John. Join me in all the free-to-play mm. games. Mm. Wrestling news. Hey, John. What's up? Wrestling news. Yeah, I know. What do you think about it? 
I don't know. What is it? Have you not seen what I wrote? Because the first news story pertains to Houston. I mean, I have seen it. It's just you're supposed to introduce it. I know. With Houston! I, I, I was trying to pull up the notes because I used my phone to pull up the Pokemon game. Remember? Well, good job. Really being professional here. What's going on in Houston, Owen? Well, first, Rhythm Basher has Are news. you remembering the Alamo? No, Rhythm, Wait, that's not Houston, Rhythm Basher has news. There's supposedly an okay. anime coming out called a bunch of Japanese words about a wrestler who's transported to another world and suplexes a princess because he doesn't want to fight demons. He wants to run a pet shop. What? I'll watch that. That sounds like that sounds like anime. <clears throat> that sounds like the sequel to uh, Bookstore Skeleton. I'll watch that show. Sure. I will sign up for your newsletter. No thanks. I'm I'm good. No anime for me. You're anime Owen, you don't have a choice. I, there's only one anime I subscribe to, and that's Lupin the Third. And they're doing a CG movie of that, and I'm pretty excited. I am not excited about that CG movie. It looks real good. Do an, act do an actual animated movie, you cowards. I do love Lupin, though. They've made so many of the animated movies of Lupin. Yeah, so make another one! Castle of Castigliano, that one's great! I know! Do that again! Get, get fucking Miyazaki back! I watched it recently, I agree, but also I'm down to see what they do with this. Anyway, back to Houston. That's uh, no, okay. Houston is hosting the Royal Rumble at, oh. at Minute Maid Park. Outdoor, outdoor baseball stadium. Wait, Anime Park? No, Minute Maid. Yeah, Anime Park, like you said. No, Minute Maid. Anime Owen coming in from uh, Houston, Texas. That's it, I'm not, I'm not talking about this story. We'll move on. All right, cool. No more wrestling show. This is great. Nope, too bad. The Royal Rumble is being hosted at the, their baseball stadium with a weekend. So they're of, doing that again. Yeah. You know how they usually had the four nights of wrestling? Yep. Nope. The travel package. I guess they learned their lesson of, oh, wait, every time we do this now, we just, like, kill the fucking crowd for Raw and SmackDown. I think it's less that and more SmackDown's on Friday and Raw's on Monday, so that's weird. They have a bookend with the other shows. I don't know, why not? I don't know. But the point is, the travel packages go on sale on uh, on Friday, I believe. No, they're available tomorrow, on, on the Thursday. But it includes a three-night hotel stay from uh, Saturday through Monday. Actually, I think it's Friday night through Monday. Okay. And it includes tickets to the Royal Rumble. And it includes tickets to Worlds Collide. Hooray! Worlds Collide's on Saturday at the Toyota Center. I, hey, Owen, we're going to find out what it's like when Worlds Collide. Again. Yeah, but the thing is, no, no actually takeover. Well, yeah, because they're doing Worlds Collide instead. It would appear. Yeah, but is that going to be like a big pay-per-view quality thing instead of a weird thing to do at Access? I mean, I would assume it would have to be if it's one of the things that they're selling the tickets for. Yeah, it's in the big stadium. Like, there's no yeah. there's no Raw there or SmackDown. It's just that. Alright, then yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like, is they're doing Worlds Collide, like, legitimately this time, instead of just having it be like a thing that they do during Access. Do you think it'll be any good? Yeah. 
I don't, I don't see why not. Like, I think if they're, look, for one, I think it depends on what it's going to be, like, and what the brands are, which, you know, clearly we won't really know until we know what's going on with certain things like, is 205 Live actually dead? I think probably. I haven't heard anything. I tried to get some, someone to give me some information, but they weren't giving me anything today. But yeah, I think if you do something where it's like you just do, hey, here's some raw raw SmackDown and the two NXTs, like absolutely, I think that could be cool. I, I do think it might also include 205 if it's still alive. Yeah, again, if 205 is still alive, I, which I don't think. The question is, is it all interpromotional matches, or is it just here's a bunch of like here's an NXT UK title match and an NXT title match? And, like, the Cruiserweight title or something like that. I mean, I could see those being there as special attractions, but I think it would mostly be, like... I Yeah, I think it would mostly be about the, the tournament itself. Would it be a tour... So you think it's going to be a tournament? Again? Yeah. I think they're going to do it like they did last year. Just do it all in one night. Which, I mean, I guess they did last year, too. They just... Didn't really show it like that. Didn't they also do another World's Collide that was just a bunch of interpromotional matches, including a Battle Royal? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's a tournament, or do you think it's just a weird... Here's a bunch of interpromotional stuff you don't usually see. I think it's going to be a tournament. I mean, that that's what basically the last the, the last World's Collide was. like the battle, And the Battle Royal was part of the tournament. Huh. Do you re- it was to determine who would get a bye. Ah. Do you trust them... To do a tournament after the King of the Ring? I mean, honestly, I think King of the Ring's been okay. So, you know what? I trust this, them as much as I trust them to do anything, which is not much. The second to last like, round, though. I, <laughs> I think we'll talk about it. I think, you know, I think one of those matches was good. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how it goes with Worlds Collide being the only other thing aside from the Rumble. If it'll attract people. Because, again, they have to fill a baseball stadium. Yep. I mean, hey, it worked in Arizona. Yeah, but they had TakeOver and Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, but... Worked in Arizona. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if it'll be enough to get people to travel for just those two shows. Instead of... I think that... The rumble is something that people travel for. I, I okay. genuinely believe that. Like, do you think the rumble will ever return to the Northeast? Because now they set the precedent that's in baseball stadiums. I think they'll. Yeah, I think they'll do so. But like in January, when it could snow. I think they'll just, they won't do it in a baseball stadium. I think they'll do something like, I think they'll do something special like they'll do at the Garden. I don't know. I feel like, it might, I think, feel like our days might be numbered. They said a new person. Oh, maybe. However, you know what that does mean? Increased chances of the Northeast to get another WrestleMania. Because April's a I lot different than January. I ain't complaining. Heck yeah, let's, let's, let's finally do that Philadelphia one. Keep dreaming, buddy. Mm. Do you want to hear the other news story I got for you? 
Uh, before you do that, have they announced where Ron Smackdown are going to be? For that week, no. Huh. I have Well, I guess we'll find out. Indeed. Maybe they'll end up doing it there after all, and just, like, say, eh, fuck you guys. And not include part of the travel package? Like I said, nah, fuck you guys. Damn, got him. Hey, John. What's up? Uh, Anthem. They bought Access they're, TV. They're an owl. They bought Access TV, John. Congratulations, now you actually have a channel that some people have. <sighs> I I don't like this. Well, yeah, because you don't like Anthem, because you're still pissed off about what they did to Law. Which, you know what? Fair. But also, what they've already done to Access. Not even yeah, a day this after. I'm actually really surprised about. Like, tell the people what happened. Yeah, so a day after they announced this deal, if, for folks who don't know, Access TV has three offices in LA, Denver, and Dallas. Well, one day after the thing, they gutted the Dallas office, and they're shutting that down. And is is that where all the layoffs are coming from? Well, people from LA right now are waiting to hear what the heck's going on with them. Oh boy! So things are going great because already forty people are out of the job. I don't understand why you would buy a company and then fire a bunch of people because they're assholes. Like, what is the? What is the what is the methodology behind this? Of like, oh, we're gonna buy this channel and then we're gonna shut down a bunch of the offices. They're consolidating it. Consolidating it where and why? Well, they still have the Denver and LA offices. We'll see if they still have them or if they shut them down and move them all to to Canada. They might keep some staff on and move them up to Canada and just have the TV stuff so they have a place to air. Impact. Did they really just buy this channel so they could have a thing to air Impact? Probably. You don't have to worry about TV, like, make a TV deal if you own the the product and the channel. It's always guaranteed a home, and also you can air it as whenever, any time slot you want, as many times as you want, because it's your channel. Okay. Well, you do, I know you do have another, like, wrinkle to this story that is incredibly fucked up, but, like, before you get to that, I, I do want to ask you two questions uh-huh. here. What do you think happens to women of wrestling in New Japan? Uh, women of wrestling? I have no idea. Because I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, it's the show by the glow guy. It's probably Like, the actual glow guy. It's probably gonna stay there. I assume, because what I'm, what people have been theorizing would make the most sense is that you make a wrestling block out of, you know, Women of Wrestling, New Japan, and Impact. It would make sense. Or at least with Impact. The only problem is, New Japan still doesn't like Impact. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, they're still they're still very bitter about their past working with them. Which, granted, completely different people in the company now, but you know, still bitter, still bitter, and rightfully so, I think. Yeah. So, like, is there a chance that this could open up to, you know, New Japan and Impact directly working with each other? 
I think that all depends on what bullshit Anthem tries to pull. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a possibility. I don't, I don't think it's good, but, you know, they, and New Japan doesn't really have much of a choice because this is their home in America. And they've really been ramping up, making it, like, much more current with what they're airing. Like, hell, they aired some, new, some of the G1, like, live. It's true. So. Okay, here's my next question mm-hmm. for you in all this. Do you think, in a year's time, Axis will continue to exist as it currently does, or will it just become the Fight Network? I think, as of right now, Axis is a strong enough name that they keep it like that. Okay. Because remember, it used to be HGNet. I do, and that's a weird thing. But now it's Access, and it's... You know, it's in a lot of homes. So I think I think it should, for now, should remain what it is. Because I feel like it's not just going to be wrestling content all the time. There'll be other stuff as well. I don't know what else Access has. Are they a sports channel? I have no idea. I just, the, my most of my experiences with it was, I saw, I saw Ring of Honor on HDNet one time back when I didn't really, when I was completely out of wrestling and didn't really know what it was. I was like, huh, this, this looks bad. And I turned it off. And then the only other time I ever saw HDNet was, I tuned into it when like there was no programming on and it was just a spinning logo with a weird song that amused me. That's cool. I have no idea. I don't know. I have seen Axis a couple times because I have watched New Japan on it. I yeah, but they did the the uh, the first night of the G one was exclusively on there in America. Oh, well, I, I didn't even mean that then. Like I haven't seen it recently. It was more like oh, I watched even that. like a, probably like a I probably watched it like a year or two ago and watched like. Some whatever whatever the year that I was really pushing for Kushida to be best wrestle best male wrestler, uh, that cool. I was watching some New Japan on a uh, on that on it then because I I think I watched uh, their best of Super Junior stuff. Yeah, Kushida's pretty cool. Yeah, Kushida's cool. It'd be nice if he appeared on television. I don't know, I'm pulling up Access TV. I'm trying to figure out what they air. God, God damn it, I gave you the perfect segue. No, we're not talking about that. Well, I gave you the segue to talk into the week about wrestling. Fine, Fuck. Fine, I was trying to figure out Access and what they air, but I, it's not working. Whatever. Fuck it. Access is a wrestling channel. That's all it is. But also, John, I want to talk about the other guy. The other bit of this news. Remember? Oh, right, yeah. Sorry, I forgot that we didn't cover that part. Yeah. Adam Swift. He was uh, the VP of Business and Legal Affairs at Access. Yeah, this is last week there. They let him that go. really sucks. He was a, the pretty much the guy who brought wrestling to Access, or HGNet when it was back then. He was the guy who uh, was, you know, the one who brought ROH to HDNet. You- they also show concerts. Oh, that makes sense. Considering Access outside of Access TV is like a ticketing thing. Yep, they are music and I guess 
wrestling. That's a cool channel. He's also the executive vice president of uh, New Japan on Access. So apparently, at five five in the morning on uh, Thursday, they are showing uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Nice. But yeah, he was pretty much the guy who brought wrestling to Access slash HDNet, and they let him go. That's really fucked up. Like, you'd think you'd want to keep someone like that. Yeah, you would think. But, like I told you, Anthem, they're great. They even know what they're doing. I, I really don't like Anthem. They've somehow been able to stay alive after all these years, so maybe they do. Because they have unlimited money somehow, because Canadian money is weird. Is Canada a pyramid scheme? Yes. Let's ask Oscar. Let's not. He's in on it. Shit. Hey, John, you got anything else for news? No. Alright. Then let's talk about the WWE. Hooray. They have nothing to do with Anthem. Or Access TV. They're on the USA Network for now. I mean, not even for now, just forever, probably. But I mean, they're also going to be on Fox soon. Yeah, but, you know. That doesn't mean they're not going to be on USA. I meant these. I think they're going to be even more on USA. I meant these two shows, John. Because we're talking about Raw and SmackDown. Whatever. Hey, John, did you go to Raw and SmackDown? They were in Madison Square Garden. Fuck no. Did you see how expensive those tickets were? It's like $50 for nosebleeds. That's dumb. It's the Garden. I've seen wrestling at the Garden. I know. We were there together. Remember? No, I didn't mean that show. I meant, like, literally, I I went to the Christmas House show in 2013. I know, but I'm talking about, like, this year we went... Yeah, but I meant W... We're talking about WWE! Fine. How expensive were those Stop seats? Stop confusing me! Huh? How expensive were those seats? They're too expensive, actually. Well, there you go. You knew what you were getting. Hey, John. What's that? Did you know Stone Cold Steve Austin was on Raw? Uh, yeah, I did. What do you think about him? It's Stone Cold, all right. He's coming out and being Stone Cold, and, you know, people like that. I admittedly like that. He's really good at fucking... He's really good at promos. Yeah, like, he's still one of the best and most, like, magnanimous promos that they have out there. He's a fucking electrifying presence, and, like, watching him... he's electrifying as The Rock. Regardless. Regardless of what the branding says... Austin is that. Like, he comes out there and he just, like, completely changes the tenor of everything. Like, he's still, you know, 54 fucking years old, he's still the best promo in the goddamn business. It doesn't make any sense. And, like, it's sad watching him. I mean, it does, because, yeah, no one tells him what to do. He just does his fucking thing and he's great at it. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's sad watching him compared to everyone else and just, like, Basically, that contract signing was just so whack because, like, 
because no, like don't get me wrong. Austin is a lot of fun. Austin does some cool shit, and like that's great. But like, then we just have Seth and Braun sucking up to Austin. Oh well, yeah, that part the rest sucked. Of the time. But that's not the part that was that was good though. That but that was like the, a big part of it until you know fucking AJ Styles came out and made the segment good. Yeah, AJ Styles did his Stone Cold impression. It was great. Yeah, which was funny. Tip to toe, that was a Stone Cold. Then he got stunnered in like one of the best stunner cells stunner cells in recent memory. He's a goddamn pro. Goddamn right he is. So good. I bet he was thrilled to get that. He's like, yeah, you're gonna stun stun tonight. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna sell it. So oh, good. absolutely. And he fucking did. And then he fought Cedric Alexander. Yeah, and that match went like two minutes before the club interfered. Because, cool. No, because we gotta save it for the pay-per-view, because we didn't have a U.S. title match. Because Cedric is a real contender. He could possibly win the title. Right? I mean, he's been booked so well. Remember when he was the mystery janitor? Who? And he lost? God, I forgot about that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. This is a bad show that does bad things. Although I will say, like... Yeah, it sure has been weird how, like, Raw has actually been pretty decent lately, and SmackDown is a fucking garbage fire. Yeah, I've, like, stopped watching SmackDown Live. It's gotten that bad. And that's the thing, is I have been watching SmackDown Live, and it's just been like, why am I fucking doing this? It's Tuesday, you got nothing better to do. Yeah, true. But yeah, Stone Cold was cool. Yeah, but again... Stone Cold just makes it brings it into stark relief or you know stark fucking reminder that like no one is on his level or even allowed to be on his level because again like no one's allowed to get over him no one's allowed to like look as cool if not cooler than him everything always just comes back to Stone Cold it's Seth Rollins and fucking uh, Braun Strowman sucking up to him. It's AJ Styles getting made to look to f- look a fool. Hold on, though, John. It's Cedric Alexander winning the ten man match by pinning AJ Styles, and then his music doesn't play when he wins. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin's. Of course, it's Stone Cold. Fuck Cedric. It's Stone Cold. You know, if you gotta have, if you have Stone Cold in the show, you gotta use the Stone Cold at the beginning and at the end. And it's just like, even just watching the show, I feel like it's wearing off already. And, pe- and it's just like, yep, nope, that's Stone Cold. That crowd and was really st- into we're him. still excited. I feel like they were really into him the first time. Like, when he came out for the contract saying, yeah, he was awesome then. But like, when he came out at the end, it was like, yeah, okay, yep, yeah, more Stone Cold, sure. No, John, you have to remember they, they sat through that episode of Raw. They can yeah. they can only pop so hard. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but also, I feel like that pop for Stone Cold wasn't. I don't think it was anywhere near as big as the pop for when he came out of Raw reunion. I guess. I think I just I feel like they're using him too much. Like this is like the third or fourth time we've seen Stone Cold in a month. Oh, we got we gotta have all the Stone Cold. Come on. 
He's got his show to promote. He's got his podcast. Stone Cold. Everyone loves Stone Cold. He'll be on the uh, the first episode of SmackDown, I bet. Probably. Gotta have Stone Cold. Hey, if Stone Cold can still do Stone Cold things, you may as well use him while you still can. Yeah, I guess. Be nice if they just, you know, actually used him to get someone over. There's one problem, though, with Stone Cold, though. That he's 54 and retired and can't do anything in the ring? No. That he's a stranger. It's pretty dangerous. Stranger danger! You're, you're skipping. You're skipping a thing in the notes, but that's fine. I know, but it was a transition because... We'll get to the other thing, but this, it's a transition because Stone Cold was involved with this. Yeah, but I also want to do it. I was thinking that this could be a transition. Well, yeah, I guess fine. I, I, I don't know what the second point is about. What's it about? Uh, the second point is basically just like I want to talk about like something happened this week. I guess we can get to it later because we'll talk about it with SmackDown also. Uh, well, yeah, let's talk about. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about the Fiend. Fiend's great. Fiend's awesome. Excuse me, the Fiend was not involved with this segment. Firefly Funhouse segment was wonderful. Yeah, Bray Wyatt was teaching the Firefly uh, Funhouse people's... What are they called? His friends. His friends? Yeah, they're his friends. He's teaching his friends all about the strangers and how they're just friends you haven't met yet. Exactly. Like Stone Cold is a stranger. And you can't be mad at a snake for being a snake. I mean, it's true. You can't be. But also, Abby, the witch's clock was all fucked up. It was. It kept saying 316. That's terrifying. So then Bray pulled out his hammer, and Rambled Rabbit was really upset because he thought it was going to be for him. I mean, he did get murdered with the hammer once before. True. So he had a reason to be afraid. But instead, he hit the clock, and it set to 1119. That's, a, that's not the right time. It's not, Owen! Raw's over by 11.19. It's true! What's it, what's it mean? Well, that's the thing, is no one knows. Like, some speculation, and this is some, like, actually correct speculation here, is that uh, 11.19 could be a reference to November 19th, as in November 19th, 1990, which is the debut date of The Undertaker. Uh-huh. When he debuted on Superstars. Um... So maybe the fiends going after Undertaker sure didn't happen on SmackDown this week. I I have a theory about that, but is there any other theories to eleven nineteen? Not that I've heard. Okay, because the fiend was on SmackDown though, but didn't do that. Hey John, guess what? What? Did, did you think that possibly they're not setting it up now because they're saving it for Saudi Arabia? Don't say that. Oh yeah. Fiend and Undertaker are going to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. Jesus Christ. Fucking kill me now. I mean, come on. The the Fiend's not above blood money. No, I get it. The worst part about it is you're fucking right. No, this is going to fucking happen, and I'm enraged. Why? Because you're going to have to watch it? Yeah. It sucks. Mostly because I need to see if he's going to be allowed to have a severed head in Saudi Arabia. That actually seems like something they'd be really into, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an actual, like, journalist's head this time. Oh, so that's where Jamal Khashoggi's head went. Yep. Exactly what it's going to be. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> Sorry. 
I'm like actually legitimately furious because I know you're right. I know. It's like I was right on Tuesday. And Monday. What did I get right on Monday? Uh, you were absolutely 100% correct that, uh, fucking Corbin won by throwing Ricochet off of Samoa Joe when Ricochet was going to pin Joe. Oh, weird. The thing I said was going to happen happened. I'm good at, yeah. I'm good at predicting the King of the Ring. I booked it. Yeah, you're, like I said in your Discord, Owen, stop soothsaying terrible, albeit obvious things. Sorry. Because I hate it. Sorry, John, I'm booking the King of the Ring. I just want to enjoy something, okay? Although I will actually say that uh, that King of the Ring match was actually very good. Like, what the fuck? Baron Corbin's actually been decent lately. Yeah, that's why the crowd was chanting for him. Like, fuck, he was... I mean, maybe... Hey, maybe it's all Ricochet doing all the work, but, like, he and Ricochet had some really fucking cool spots. Like, that fucking Deep Six was awesome. Oh, yeah. But yeah, get ready for King Corbin. You know what? I'm more okay with it now. After the past couple weeks, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this will be okay. The King of the Ring is doing Corb- his job. If Corbin it continues to be this decent in ring, maybe this will be okay. Yeah. Like I said, the King of the Ring is doing his job. Yeah. So, John, what, what was the other thing you wanted to talk about? Basically just like... So, there are a lot of good matches on Raw this week. SmackDown less so, but mm-hmm. I will definitely say that there were a lot of good matches on Raw this week. That match was very good. Uh, you know, the 10-man match was fine. It was, you know, It's a 10-man match. Yeah, big, dumb, chaotic, whatever. Like, the Rey Mysterio Grand Metal League, that match was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a lot of fun. Also, even another match that was a lot of fun, like, which I was definitely surprised about, the, the women's match. Like, the women's tag match was very good. Like, hey, I guess, surprise, surprise, the four horsewomen, like, of NXT can put on a fucking banger of a match. But, like, it's still very good, I thought. But it definitely, all these matches kind of play into a problem here of, like, I don't understand the alignments of any of these people. What do you, like, what do you mean? Rey Mysterio and Grand Metal League basically just seem like, you know, they're just kind of baby faces floating in the ether, which, you know, hey, this match was really fun and, you know, they did the good lucha thing, but it also meant it didn't have any stakes whatsoever. Like, it didn't seem like it was about anything. There weren't telling any story. This was literally just wrestling for wrestling's sake. Hey, we have Rey Mysterio and we have fucking Masquerita Dorada. Maybe we should actually do, like, a good lucha thing. Yeah, why not? I, I agree. Why not? It's fantastic. I'm glad they did it. It's just like, if we're going to do more of the wrestling for wrestling's sake, if we're actually going to tell stories, what are what are we achieving here? I think they're kind of in a rest period until they do the draft. They don't, I guess, they don't but also like, this is the first rest. This was the first show from Monday Night Football. Like, if you're going to really counter program it, hey, oh, they didn't. Not. To, you know, not to reference something that's going to come out in two days here, Owen, but if you're going to do something, you got to go all the way with it. They knew they weren't going to be football, because unlike normal uh, you know, Monday Night Football, it was a doubleheader, so they were had competition the entire three hours. Mm. There's no, there no I, winning. I guess that's why they gave like 15 minutes to that stand-up cancer segment, which was, was very nice. I'm not throwing shade. Like that was a it was a very sweet segment, and I'm glad to see Roman Reigns not 
in this Rowan bullshit. I, I like the part where he emphasized that the kids were local so that the people wouldn't boo. I mean, I don't think the people would have booed. They would have booed Roman. I mean, they started to boo Roman at first, and they came out. It's like, oh, oh, wait, no, this is about cancer. Oh, no, we can't. We can't. Yeah, that's why he was emphasizing it. Like, listen, you can't boo. These are children with cancer. Oh, it was more like they didn't say it was going to be about that. It was like. Roman's coming out. Boo! Kids, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, oh, right, that thing that you fought. Pretty good. (laughs) Fucking stupid. Point is, though, back to issues of alignment. Yeah, as good as the wrestling was in that women's thing, like, I don't know, the whole thing is still very confused with, like, why are Becky and Charlotte suddenly cool now? I thought they had a segment earlier where they were getting ready and they were looking at each other like, I don't trust you. Didn't play through in the match at all. Ah, storytelling story our matches. What are you talking about? You can't do that. Yep, didn't happen in the match at all. And then Bailey, like, you know... I mean, I guess I guess what's happening is, you know, kind of like I said last week, like my guess is probably that they're setting up to have Bailey do the double turn. Uh, you know, they're going to do the double turn at a in in Charlotte at a Clash of Champions where they're going to have, you She's know, already heel, though. She is, but like she wasn't being heel on Smackdown for the most part. I feel like her character right now is a heel who doesn't understand she's a heel. No, completely. She's doing the Bo Dallas thing. It's just like. She was still being very tweener and still being like she didn't she didn't do any overtly heelish things as much as she just kind of had an attitude. Mm-hmm. Like which you know there's some layers to that and levels of that, but like I I do think that they're gonna have her go like actually full on like heel and do some fucked up shit at the at Clash of Champions and then still uh, you know. Raw or SmackDown try and be like, no, I'm good, I'm cool, you know, in the same way that Bo Dallas would do it. They gotta change up the, uh, the inflatable Bailey buddies. Yep. They need to, when they're waving their hands, they need to have little fingers and have angry eyebrows. <laughs> That's how you turn I did heel. like, I did like the person that had a giant Bailey sign that said role model on it. Fucked up. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's fucked up. And then a bunch of people had, like, the paper hugger section signs that also all said role model on them. That's fucked up. (laughs) It's really fucked I hate this. But also, again, I feel like they want me to root for Charlotte, and then, like, that shit on SmackDown, why would I want to root for Charlotte? No, she sucks. Bailey legit pins fucking Ember Moon in the middle of the ring. No, No bullshit. Did it clean? No, like, you know, didn't do anything heelish, just like, you know, cleanly won a match and, a, you know, a wrestle, well-wrestled match. And then Star was just like, oh, I'm just going to come in the ring and just, like, steal your spotlight and woo at you. Because I'm the best and I'm the coolest. Why do I want to root for this fucking person? I don't think you want to. But I think they want us to. I don't know what they want. I don't think they know what they want. I don't like Charlotte. Me either. I know this is nothing new, but, like, I continue to not like Charlotte. Mm-hmm. 
But do you like Kofi? Yeah. Did you see? Th- he's an idiot. Did you see and his or yeah, I did. What do you mean he's an idiot? Like, however many years ago Raw was in the garden, he did that cool thing where he put Orton through a table. Yeah, and then Orton came out and called him stupid a whole bunch of times. As you do. And Kofi was like, I'm going to attack you, but it was a trap, and Orton beat him with a chair because he's pretty stupid. But he got- it was like, come on, come on, Kofi. You should have seen that one coming, dude. Kofi ever came it, though? He did. Yes, and then they they did that spot again, and it was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that they did the exact same thing again. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good callback. I can't. Is it really a callback if they literally just like three minutes before were like, "Hey, remember when I did that?" Yeah, it's, it's still a callback to when he did it. Eh, it's more just I don't know. It doesn't. I feel like a callback would be not really acknowledging it. Yeah. Either way, I can't wait for Kofi to lose the title. I don't think he's going to. He should lose the title. I don't want him to. I miss him being with the New Day. He is with the yeah, New Kofi Day. Yeah, Kofi and Big E are, like, distant from him now. You mean Xavier? That's what I meant. Xavier and Big E. They're just letting him do his thing, and also they keep getting attacked. Fucked up. But yeah, I feel like Kofi's as champ has run its course. I'm ready for Orton to be the champion. No. Snake belt. No. Snake belt. No, who, because I, you you know what's going to happen, Owen. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's going to beat him. Yeah, exactly. Brock Lesnar beats him on the first night of SmackDown <laughs> that, on Fox. Do you really think that's going to happen? Yes. I genuinely do. And then Kofi's not going to get his rematch. He's going to blame it on Orton somehow. Maybe because Orton, like, RKO's him before the match or, like, uh, during a ref bump or some shit. And then fucking uh, the, Kofi goes on to have Hell in a Cell. And Brock Lesnar doesn't show up until Survivor Series. I like it. Now you're booking terrible because shit. Because it's fucking Brock. Now you're t- booking terrible shit. Welcome to the club. Yeah. I mean, hopefully... If my past uh, judgments have been any indication, this just won't happen. We'll see. Uh, so we talked about the Corbin King of the Ring match. We didn't talk about the SmackDown final for the King of the Ring. Oh, you mean another front runner for worst match of 2019? I don't know what you're talking about. Elias is great. He, f- he was scheduled to fight Chad Gable, right? Yeah, except then he apparently had to be taken out because he's injured. Like, I'm hearing he's actually injured. Oh, no. Like something with his ankle. Oh, man. Oh, that sucks. I hope he's okay. I thought thought this was bullshit, and they were going to do like a, oh, no, I have laryngitis, so I can't sing. I think he may have broken his ankle. Oh, fuck. That really sucks. All right. I I hope we'll have to. I'm going to double check, see what I I can find, but... yeah. yeah, well, don't do it later. Like, first, let's talk about who was his replacement. Yeah, it was uh, the best in the world. God damn it! What? Why? Why did you get out of jury duty? Because he's the best in the world. They understood that he they needed him. What? <sighs> 
Chad Gable versus Shane McMahon. Also, it is an ankle injury. The severity is not known yet. Hmm. But it is legit. But yeah, it's Shane is going to fight Chad Gable because this is what Shane does. He shows up late in the tournaments and he wins them. Except Shane, to make sure he had, you know, no doubts about winning, he had Kevin Owens as a referee. Because he was all like, hey, Owens, I'm going to reconsider that $100,000 fine I gave you, but you got to referee this match for me and do the right thing. Yeah, he sure did. I wonder what that could be. Well, Chad Gable quickly rolled up Shane and Owens counted three. Yep, and... And that's it. Commentary tried to make a comment about, like, how... Oh, it's just like what Shane did to him in his Elias match. But no, because I feel like Shane fast-counted Owens with Elias, where I don't think Owens did that. I think he might have, just not fast enough for it to be obvious. Yeah, and maybe it was a little bit fast, but, like, yeah, I don't think it was very obvious. But don't worry, it's okay, because we're going to do the thing that we used to do when we didn't do matches during commercials. We, we, What's that, we Owen? We had a false match, and then we went to commercial. Cool. I don't know. Very cool. I, I like the end of this match. I hated everything about this match, because then we just... Then the whole match just turned into... Kevin Owens is just a complete and utter loser who can't stand, who won't stand up for himself at all, and just like completely just starts doing Shane's bidding. Yeah, because he doesn't want to get find a hundred thousand dollars. And like, and the problem is that like Kevin Owens doesn't have any agency whatsoever. He went from being like this cool fucking like anti-hero badass. I'm a do my fucking thing and fuck you to just like a simpering fucking loser. Like, yeah, the ending of the match is Shane taps out to Chad Gable and like, you know, Hey, there's nothing they can do about that. Like that Shane's tapping. You can't fucking call the mat, you know, not call the match on that. But like Kevin Owens doesn't even call it. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to, I want to figure out because he just, shut up threw up his hands and shrugged like oh, I don't know and literally like they rang the bell so I, I want to fi- I want to know this John um, so if someone taps out with the referee's not looking it's they don't ring the bell so yeah referee has to call for that's the what happened that's what happened at the fucking stupid Brock Lesnar Undertaker match that we saw yeah so why did the who rang the bell that's a good question why did it count who rang the but who rang the bell who was it? Like I said, that's a good question. And why did it count? I know, but I'm wondering, like... Because they rang the bell and Greg immediately came on the mic and was like, here's your winner, Chad Gable. But I'm, I'm wondering, is it a storyline of who rang the bell? No. No, it's absolutely not. They're saying that... No, it's very clear that where they're going with this is that Kevin Owens made the call because he had no choice. Shane tapped out. He didn't make the call, but though. He didn't. You're right. No, he didn't. So why did he get Which beat just up? makes him look like even more of a loser. Why did he get beat up and fired? 
He didn't do it. Because Shane McMahon. Kevin Owens didn't do anything. But Shane McMahon. Fuck Shane McMahon. Fire the timekeeper. That's why this whole thing sucks, is that Kevin Owens didn't have a sing. It's like, this would have worked if Kevin Owens had a single moment of agency and was like, I had to call the match. I had to do it. But he didn't. And he still went out like a fucking chump. That's why this whole thing sucks and made Kevin Owens look like the biggest wuss on the planet. He did absolutely nothing. He did everything he could to be a simpering fucking coward for Shane, and it amounted to nothing. Hey, John. He sold his soul for nothing. Well, yeah, not, Why not, am I supposed to care now? He's employees. It doesn't matter. I'm aware. John. Not that this doesn't lead to a Hell in a Cell match. We all know what's happening. What if the person who rang the bell was Tony Khan? And he did this. Shut the fuck up. So that Kevin Owens would go to AEW. Shut the fuck up. Why? Stop saying dumb things. Is that it for the main roster? Almost, but what if it was Stephanie? It's not a storyline! I think it should be! It shouldn't because they should have just not done any of this. You know, oh, I know who rang the bell. You know who it was? It, it, who it was, was it? it? It was that guy that looked like Rowan. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> that guy's always up to shit. We, we... we need a bunch of different, we need weeks of showing footage of the ring bell area to find out who, who in a, where in a, with a beard and a hoodie did it. Tell me about the thing from 205 Live you want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, they, had a, they opened 205 Live this week at the Garden. with a Speaking of shows where nobody has alignments at all. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Brian Kendrick's... I think Brian Kendrick and Tozawa are heels now? I don't know. I don't Which, watch regularly. But they hadn't been last time I watched. What? Been a while, apparently. But, yeah, um, they fought against... Gentleman Jack Gallagher, who's a face now. And the debut. But maybe not? And the debuting Kushida. Well, it was like, I brought in a. You know, I found a special. It's it a guest spot. Hey. Swerve was supposed to be a, a guest spot, but now he's on the 205 live roster. Yeah, and I'm. Again, I continue to be convinced that, like, there's just fucking around. Until they axed this thing in three weeks. Hear me out, though. They already got rid of the head writer because the head writer is now the raw head writer. Hear me out, though, John. Who's writing to a five live now? Who knows? Swerve means confidence. Swerve does mean confidence, and it will be even more confidence on NXT. No, he's not going to NXT. He's staying on 205. They're going to keep 205. They're not going to keep 205. They're going to air it on Fridays. They're not going to do that. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. What else are the cruiserweights going to do? Be fired. Don't you say that about your gulak. You leave him alone. Hey, Owen. What? Okay, you're right. They won't be fired. They'll just be sent back to where they belong. Evolve? Yep. I'm okay with, with Drew Gulak going back to Evolve. That'd be great. Drew Gulak was never seen again. Fuck you, I'll, I'll watch Evolve if he goes there. He'll be the only one. What about Kushida, though? No, he gets to go back to NXT. He's pretty cool. 
Yeah, cause she's cool. I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of this match because mostly I just the few times that I would pay attention, uh, I would just see Jack Gallagher and be like, "Yeah, this isn't what I want." Bang. Yeah, she is cool. It was I, just, good. I want to see Kushida because she's great. She was cool. It was good. I'm, she is cool shit. I, ho- I like Kushida. I hope they continue doing 205 and let him be good on that show. Don't worry, they won't. And they shouldn't because 205 is bad. All right. Hey, John, then how about you tell me about the good show? Okay. Let's quickly go through the good show. NXT. Yeah. It's a show. That happens on Wednesdays. It's Soon it won't be taped anymore. Yeah, it's going to be live next week. Sure is, and they announced uh, matches for next week. Oh, heads up for folks uh, who tune in live to this. We'll be live after NXT. Yeah, so at 10. Yeah. For now, we're going to... Like, say, for example, uh, Velveteen Dream and Rod Strong is happening next week. Yeah, they're going to fulfill the destiny. On the first hour... They were very specific to specify that it will happen on the first hour, live on the USA Network. Yeah, because the second hour is not going to be on USA. And then in the second hour, so I assume that will be the main event of the first hour, and then in the second hour, the other match they announced, uh, which I assume will be the main event of that one, uh-huh. it's going to be uh, Riddle Dane. In a street fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y- y- do you know why, for this week, uh, for this coming week and the following week, it's going to be half and half? Yes, because of the Suits finales. Yep. Eh, Suits. Got them. It happens. They'll, they'll, be, anyway. they'll be fully on USA for October 2nd, so that's all that matters. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Damien Priest squash Boa. I don't know who whatever. that guy is. Who's Boa? Boa? He's the the Japanese, uh, the Chinese yeah, uh, wow. recruit that they have. Okay. Yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I okay. caught myself. Is he, okay. Yeah, he's the... He's their first ever uh, NXT signee from uh, Mainline China. Okay, I'm glad you prefaced with Mainline, because I was about to say, hold on a minute. Mainland, yes. Yeah, because uh, whatever that other guy's name was. Hohulun. That wasn't the guy I was thinking of, but yeah. Uh, Bing, or whatever his name was. Another guy. Mm. They had another Chinese recruit. That they, right. that they kept longer than Hohulun. It was actually he's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Bo's good, but he didn't get to do anything. Yeah, Priest is gonna he's just squashing fools. Yep, yeah, he's Damien Priest just continuing to be Puerto Rican Baron Corbin. I wonder if these squashes will continue on USA. Probably. Well they got filled two hours, so they might have to exactly. they, so they might probably. have to make them a little longer. Anyway, Johnson Rasselman did that segment that we all knew was coming where he was going to be like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to stay on NXT. Psych, I'm going to stay on NXT. He was like, I don't know. Oh, wait, we're going to USA? Okay, I'll stay. <laughs> oh, you're with that channel now? All right, check this out. He got like a two-minute ovation. As he should, he's the best. Like people just, it's literally like two straight minutes, basically, people just chanting Johnny Wrestling, although there were some boos because people are shit. Yeah, fuck Full Sail. I mean, I do kind of enjoy that, like, I feel like... You've seen his new logo, right? Like, the, the heart with the face on it? I, I kind of like that, like, his new logo seems like it's kind of 
they've done a combination of the two, like, you know, the his classic, like, Johnny Wrestling face of, like, the... The winky face? The, yeah, like, the weird winky face, and then, like, the, the angry face from when he was a heel. Like, it seems like this new one is, like, a combination of the two, and I think that fits for where he's, for where he's been at with his character arc. He doesn't know what he wants. I mean, he wants to stay in NXT, as much as Shane Thorne wants him to leave. But he doesn't know if he wants to be a face or a heel. Shane Thorne got some massive fucking heat, I gotta say. Yo, I was impressed. Shane Thorne, he's been an asshole lately. Crowd was just very angry at him. Yeah, fuck him. But anyway, then he gets his ass beat by Johnny Wrestlemans, and, uh, Wrestleman, uh, pulled a Bret Hart and signed with his hands NXT and then did four in an L. Hell yeah. It's pretty cool. I can't wait to see these two have a match. Forgotten Sons had a video package. No, I was angry. Nope. That's why I wrote the notes. Nope. Nope. Pete Dunn and Angel Garza had a match. This was actually really good. Yeah, it was really fucking good. Angel Garza. Where did this guy come from? He's one of the breakout stars. I, I sh- Maybe I should have paid attention to this thing, because some good people came out of it. Yeah, no, totally. Like... I'd, I'd say less so about the other uh, breakout star that we saw on this uh, yeah. show. I, I mean, then again, like, Boa was guy. Boa was also a, a breakout star, and he didn't get to do fucking anything yeah. in that pre-smatch. Like, not to say that Boa looked bad. Like, I think Boa looked fine. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, the whole... It was basically, literally, just, it was just a squash. Yeah, of course. Boa got in two moves. But yeah, this match was competitive and fucking great, and I thought it was really cool that Pete Dunne won by fucking tapping him out. By breaking his fucking fingers. Fuck his fingers. I like afterward that that Pete Dunne just shrugging was really good. Yep. Pete Dunne being Pete Dunne, I like the story that they told with the match of, you know, Angel being fast and high-flying, and Pete Dunne wanting to slow him down and fuck him up with his his regal shit. I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. So is Pete Dunne fully on main NXT now? That's what it seems like. That's cool. Stay away from Walter. That's fine. He learned his lesson. Yep. And then the other NXT breakout superstar, the finalist. Yeah? In that tournament, who lost to Jordan Miles, Cameron Grimes. This is my first time seeing this guy because I totally blanked on the this uh, tournament. And you never saw any Trevor Lee? No. This guy is weird. I don't understand him. I didn't like that promo he cut on that they showed last week. And yeah, this match he had with Raul Mendoza, it was fine. Like, Mendoza looks good. I, yeah, Mendoza looked good. I still don't really feel like Mendoza has much of a character, but yeah, it was fine. His character is, I good at wrestling. That's all he's got. It's not really a character. Whatever. It's all he's got. Yeah, I don't... I don't get it. I don't like this guy's look. I don't like his wrestling. He has a weird top hat. They talk about how... Why? He's a carny... Yeah, welcome to all of wrestling. He's a throwback to the Carney days. We're still in the Carney days. 
Have you seen wrestling? Heel turn. Heel turn. Dakota Kai's coming back. Oh, I'm fucking stoked. I love... But never mind that shit, Owen. I love Dakota Kai. What? Because she's gonna fucking die because here comes Shayna. Shayna's not gonna fight her. What makes you say that? Dakota Kai knows better. She learned her lesson. Oh, man. He'll turn. Owen. What's up? Our main event is Rhea Ripley, or Rhea Ripley, rather, yeah. and Shayna Baszler in a non-title match, I was upset, I was informed and yeah. upset to find well, she out. she didn't earn a title shot. She hasn't done it. She hasn't done it. Fuck that. She's cool. She's uh, the former UK women's champion. Yeah, but Give her a damn title match. They, they will. I love Rhea Ripley. And but they won't. I, I like how she's totally transformed since she went to the UK. Oh, also, I forgot to mention, uh, Candace was backstage yelling at real. Yeah, what was this about? I was kind of half She watching. was like, she's like, what the fuck, asshole? You put EO in that triple threat match on the next week? That's bullshit. She keeps fucking people up. It's true. To which Regal was like, yeah, you're right. Okay, you can be in that match, too. Oh, it's a four-way now. Also, if Rhea wins, I'll put her in the match, too. She, she did not win. No. They should have... This match was good until the ending. Yeah, but... Yeah, Rhea Ripley is awesome. And she... Actually had Shayna scared for a bit, which was great. Yeah, it was fun. Like, they... You know, I'm not gonna say that they did much, but, like... It, they had the starts of a good match that I really... You know, that I was really getting into. And then, you know, the fucking... Her dumb friends came out. And I was just like, alright, we're really doing this? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of nonsense, there's a smiles of the chair, and oh, Shayna's gonna hit her with the chair, but then Rhea gets to the chair, then she beats Shayna with it and gets disqualified. Because she's like, fuck being in that other match. This is her brutality. She's pretty cool. And then the show ended with, with our sweet boys cutting a promo. They're gonna get all the gold next week. I mostly just want to talk about it because it had the best line from Roderick Strong. The part where he says, I never even liked that. I never liked that couch. I always hated that couch. <laughs> so good. I knew you were going to call that out. It's so good. He's like, fuck his couch. Buy another one. I always hated that couch. And I hate him. <laughs> like, goddamn. You were the Biggest dirtbag ever. I love you. He's gonna win next week. I hope he does. I really do. He's gotten, like, I know we've said this before, but god damn, Roderick Strong's gotten so good as this fucking, as Yui's most dork ass member. I don't know. My favorite is still him with the bloody sandal. Yeah, no, completely. Like, yeah, I fucking killed, I, I fucking killed the bro. <laughs> Fuck Matt Riddle. Here's his bloody sand. Let me back in the club. Like, alright, yeah, sure. Yep, sure, blood for sacrifice. That's how you get back in. That's a sandal. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be fun next week. Can we stop talking about wrestling now? Nope. We got one more segment. But I don't care about Clash of Champions. 
it's too bad. We gotta do what we always do. We gotta give our predictions for all 11 matches. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm gonna go in the order that is on uh, Wikipedia, which is a weird order. Are you ready? Yep. A singles match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defending against Charlotte Flair. Bailey. I think Bailey's gonna get disqualified. Hmm. Yeah, that that would make sense. I could see it. Definitely see it be uh, Charlotte winning by DQ. Yep. Do you think the double turn is gonna happen? Yes. Do, Absolutely. Do you think Sasha gets involved? Mm, not until after the match. I agree. Bailey Bailey turns, then Sasha comes out to emphasize the point. Yes. Uh, Raw tag team title match. Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman against uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Nah. What? Nah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Rollins and, and Braun. Do you really think they're gonna keep the belts even though they're gonna fight for the title later? I guess it would make more sense for for Rude and Ziggler to take it. It's just like, really, that's what we're fucking. We're gonna go with another like, try and make Dolph seem relevant again by putting a tag team, like yeah, bespoke tag team thing together. That so one of them will just turn like Rude will just turn on him or something. Uh-huh. Like <sighs> Strowman's gonna lay out Rollins and they're gonna get get the pin. Yeah, I... Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, alright. You've convinced me. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, the raw belts don't matter. Who fucking cares? It's not like the SmackDown belts matter that much either. True. Who are the, are the New Day still the champions? I think so. That's, that's great that we both don't know. Uh, how about... The Universal Championship, Seth Rollins against Braun Strowman. Seth. Yeah, even though I would really like to see Braun Strowman fight The Fiend. Me too, it would be a cool story, but Seth. It's gonna be Seth. Seth. What do you think he's gonna take to take down Braun Strowman? Mm. I'm gonna say a super stomp off the top rope. Three curb stumps. Nice. Uh, WWE Championship. Kofi Kingston defending against Randy Orton. Kofi. I'm going to say... Well, yeah, you're right about the whole Brock thing. I am going to go with Kofi. I don't think this is going to be a good match. No, it's not. I wish it had a stipulation. I feel like we learned our lesson after getting excited about SummerSlam. Yep. They should have made this a tables match. Trip. I have another pay-per-view for that one. Yeah, but he won't be champion for that. Sure won't. Uh, triple threat for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Drew Gulak defending against Humberto Carrillo and Lince Dorado. Gulak. All hail. They're not going to change the title now. I... They're not going to change the title with the show not lo- no longer existing in a few oh, weeks. Oh, man. I love you, Drew. 
hey, it's cool. He gets to be the last cruiserweight champion. Well, no, he he's gonna lose it to whoever whoever he loses so. it to in the last episode. No, it's, it's, it's not funny. No, it's gonna be Rhino. <laughs> Rhino shows up from Impact. Ezekiel Jackson. Oh man, that's even more depressing. The WWE SmackDown tag titles. Oh, we get the. Remember when he got murdered on Lucha Underground? Sure did. He deserved it. Uh, here we go. SmackDown tag titles. It is a new day. Defending against the the revival. A Raw team. Revival. No. New day. You're gonna retain. Yeah, you're probably right. Because the revival or a Raw team. Don't let. But they've been on SmackDown more. Yeah, I guess with the draft coming they're up. Randy, they're Randy Orton's backup. Yeah, but if they win, they've then been, Orton They've been doing win. the Shatter RKO machine this whole time. If the Revival win, then Orton wins. I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to pick the New Day still. Yeah, that's fair. Intercontinental... I'm going to go with the Revival because I like the Revival. Understandable. Intercontinental title. Shinsuke Nakamura against The Miz. Keep it on Nakamura. Yeah, I think I'm going to be real cynical about it. Uh, I think there's a chance if Miz and Mrs. were still on television that they would give him the Intercontinental Championship. But since the season just ended, I think that they're going to, yeah. John, what if the Miz and Mrs. on TV, but modern? Miz gets iPhone. <laughs> no. Well, well that, that would be pretty good because the new iPhone pre-orders are going up this week. Relevant. I'm going to go with Nakamura because he just got uh, Sami Zayn with him recently, so we should keep that going. Yep. Raw women's title. Becky Lynch defending against Sasha Banks. I'm going to go with Sasha. I am also going to go with Sasha. Let Let the two friends have the belts. Becky's had it long enough. Yep. Or d- and I hate to s- mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but kind of like with a certain other uh, championship, this run hasn't been great. Nope. Well, when the run, but, I mean, that's kind of the story of all the championships. Well, when your run involves Ronda Rousey and Lacey Evans for the most part, then yeah, of course. And then a random few with Natalia because Canada. And suddenly in Natalia. But do you think they might keep it on her because it's a video game? No. Okay. They have definitely in the past, like, a- dude, AJ was the cover athlete, and then he lost the title. That's true. Okay. You convinced me. How about a no DQ match between Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan? Rowan's going to win with interference from his doppelganger. Roman Reigns is going to Superman punch him, but find out it's a doppelganger, and then Rowan's going to come from behind and beat him. Rom Dog going to look strong. Rod Strong's going to show up? System shock, baby. Women's tag titles. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. 
Speaking of people who I'm not sure if their faces, although I guess they definitely are after that stupid fucking SmackDown match. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're faces. You were the one telling me last week that they're not faces. Yeah, but now I'm pretty sure they're faces. I told you. You were right. Yeah. Listen, Nikki. Yeah, I agree. And also, the belts don't matter, so who cares, really? No, they don't. Nothing matters. Nothing in this company matters. That's the problem. One more match for the U.S. title. AJ Styles against Cedric Alexander. AJ's gonna win. Styles. With interference again. Maybe. Is fuck Cedric Alexander. Yep. Styles. And that's it for Clash of Champions. And that's also it for Heel Turner Production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website. Go to the website. Mm-hmm. We also have a Patreon. Patreon.cool. The other day... It's a Patreon. Go to the Patreon. The other day, a three-hour podcast involving Oscar and Trace went up covering All Out. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. Yeah, there's a lot of tangents in that episode. It's fascinating what they do. Really? A podcast with Oscar that goes on, like, bizarre tangents that don't really make sense or seem to matter to the to the plot of what's supposed to be discussed? I can't believe that. Well, John, I hope you're excited. Listen to the Taste Bakery this week that's obsessively about Shenmue, but not really. Hey, John, I hope you're excited, though, because at the end of the episode, they made a big announcement. Oh, Jesus. That you're going to have to deal with Oscar on a weekly basis. Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, I guess we... I guess... Alright, this is the time where we talk about this. I really wanted to end this show. We talk about it quickly. Let, just let people know, you know, with a couple weeks' notice that... the Alright, so, yeah. Everything you know is about to change, folks. Because starting September 30th, uh, we are we're actually changing how we do Heel Turn. Uh, we're going to be doing two, we're going to be doing two shows a week now. Uh, we are going to be going live every Monday at 11 PM, right after raw, we are going to, and that show is going to be, uh, same, you know, same as usual, me and Owen, uh, discussing, uh, raw and SmackDown. So we'll, we will cover the previous, we'll cover the Friday SmackDown. There won't be a Friday SmackDown then, but you know, we'll start the, the week after that clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and we'll cover Raw and also any other WWE stuff, maybe some New Japan stuff as well. Um, although for the most part, yeah, like, you know, the in-depth, like that'll be just like kind of the Cliff Notes New Japan stuff, like we were, you know, like we were doing with me with the G1. Uh-huh. Like the real in-depth New Japan stuff is still going to be at the Patreon yes. with, uh, oh, Oscar or, you know, Trace and Owens. Yes. Uh, that'll still be be behind the Patreon wall, but like you know, we'll still do like Cliff Note stuff on the Monday show, uh, and and maybe some other stuff here and there. But for the most part, it's going to be focused on main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Wednesdays at 10 p.m. or 10 p.m. maybe 10:30. This might take us a little bit, or we'll, we'll figure out the time. It's it's going to be sometime after after uh, NXT and AEW mm-hmm. uh, goes. It, it might also be 11. We're going to figure it out. Uh, because basically I'm running the show Yes, and it's going to be me and Trace and Oscar and we're going to do it live and it's going to be, uh, the ideas, both of these shows are going to be, you know, a little more focused, a little more constrained. Uh, we're going to try and keep them to an hour. Like, you know, if, if we have an overrun, like an hour 10 at the most, um, 
you know, keep it a little more focused and, and give you a little more a little more bang for your buck, a little maybe a little more interesting, focused, smarter content now that we're not feeling like we have to shove everything into like, you know, a short time frame and just like, you know, maybe focus on giving you more more interesting, better content. Yeah. And with the with you and me just covering two shows, it should be little little better because we'll be able to talk about stuff more in detail instead of having to rush on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be good. And also the one thing uh one thing I do want to say though, uh the another thing that will change though is um as far as I'm get into if you're talking about Yeah, I I I will say it though. Uh so as part of this we are not going to be doing like really in-depth coverage like reviews of the pay-per-views on the on the main shows anymore. Uh-huh. Like we'll do some we'll do some cliff note stuff. We'll basically do basically what I did for uh for all out uh on last week's episode if maybe like a little less than that and late maybe a little like more focused and like talking about just like kind of uh the general overview of it than that uh however for if you want the in-depth uh in-depth reviews of these shows we're going to do uh we're going to do for patreon subscribers uh we're going to be doing that like we'll go we will record right after uh the pay-per-view airs uh, we will give like a, a full in-depth review, full rundown on the card, and talk about all the matches uh, for the main roster WWE stuff and I and NXT. Ye- Have we figured that out? What we're doing with NXT? Uh, we have to figure out what they're doing with Takeover. True, we have to figure out what's happening with Takeover. I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out yeah. for War Games, but yeah, like everything else is kind of questioned right now. Uh, especially if that. Did you hear that one rumor about what they're thinking about with Takeover, what? Owen? No. The rumor is that the plan is that they are going that they're going to straight up put the takeovers on the exact same night as all the AEW shows. That's fucked up. I know. That's really bad. I don't like that. That's really fucked up. I hope they just keep them like with the WWE pay review like the night before because that makes it easy for us. Then we just cover both on the show. I know, right? Uh, but yeah, essentially. Uh, Owen and I are going to do all the main roster stuff. Uh, we may do NXT too. We'll figure it out. And AEW shows are going to be Oscar and Trace. Yep, same thing they've been doing. But the changes, but the that, but the previews, like the the previews, like you know the the predictions and stuff, and then like you know some little afterthoughts of that. Those are still going to be for for every day. Like you know, those will still be the regular episodes. Mm-hmm. So I believe the plan is for the Patreon is that the dollar tier you get the show notes for everything. Plus, you get access to the special area in the, the Ozone Discord if you're interested in that type of thing. Mm-hmm. The $5 tier will get you the pay-per-view shows. And then the nine ninety nine will get you the monthly Trace to Me podcast where we talk New Japan or whatever is going on with the month. And we're also thinking about like adding some extra stuff for the ten dollar tier. So uh, we're you know there's some things we've been thinking about. Like I've been thinking about like hey maybe we could do a show where we talk about like some of the weird Z shows. Like you know I kind of would like an excuse to start watching MLW again now that Cornette's not involved. I kind of I kind of still like Capital Wrestling. Yeah. I'd like to watch some weird, like, you know, Oscar and I have been talking about, like, watching some old ECW shit. Like, we have some ideas. And also, hey, what if Wrestling Wayback came back? Well, we we do have a goal on our Patreon to bring that back if we hit a certain number of, you know, subscribers. So, 
get on that. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to put out more Patreon content for you guys to encourage you to help support us. It'd be good. But also, and I think this is a, an, an important thing, is, yeah, we're definitely going to be trying to give you more content and definitely, like, you know, again, like, two times, we're giving you two times a week, like, so that's pretty cool. But also, like, we want to make these episodes, like, you know, again, shorter, more focused, more, like, getting to the point and getting to, like, the interesting conversations and stuff, and a, l- a little less of, like, the prattling on, the like, you know, we want this to be, like, a sharper thing. Because, hey, you know what? We've been doing this thing for six years. Now it's time to try something new. Exactly. And hopefully, you know, if we get more subscribers for get, put out all this extra content, I can actually compensate these guys for putting all this effort into this silly thing that I've been running for these years. Until then, Venmo and I am John. Please, please don't. Please go to the Patreon instead. Redistribute the wealth, John. It's just distributing the wealth to you. No, no, it goes to me, then I can pay you guys. That's how it works, John. I, I'm covering. Or they just pay me directly. No, that only goes to you. I don't get to speak with everybody. It's fucked up. Fuck them. All right, fuck them indeed. Uh, social media for this thing. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search ProWrestling.com on Facebook, at PWDOTC, and The Heel Turn on Twitter. John, what about you? Social media? I'm I am John GM. Twitter and Instagram. Twitch? Twitch at Video Shames. I haven't done it in a while, though. Alright. Although, I do kind of want to stream Deadly Premonition. That sounds pretty good. I'm on Twitter at the underscore Ozone, and I'm on Mixer at the Ozone without the underscore. Try try and do more streaming on there. I mean, I guess I'm also on Mixer. Well, I I gotta figure that out if I'm... Actually, wait, no, I think I am Video Shames on Mixer. Nice. Alright, that is it. We'll be back next week for possibly our last. Is that our last regular show on Wednesdays? No, uh, two. All right, we, we have two more. We have two more regular Wednesday shows, but they start at ten. Okay, maybe ten thirty. Yes. All right. So this is our last nine o'clock show, and then things start getting weird next week. And also, we'll see how clash. We have two two weeks of strange shit going on, and then then Oscar shows up. And then Oscar shows up. Fuck. So until then... The Tai Chi fan club is coming. Nope. Nope. Pray for the man. Bye. Pray for the man. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.